0: Hello, everybody. This is Zach's at it again. I'm your host, Zach Cooley, and I'm very pleased and proud to be here today with the person whom I believe to be the greatest singer in the world today, who just also happens to be the love of my life. My wife, Emily Cooley, is here live with me. Thank you so much for joining me, honey.
1: Thank you, love. Thank you for that wonderful introduction.
0: Well, I'm happy to be here uh, to be talking about your brand new show that you have. And I want to ask you first, uh, the reason that you came up with this new show, which is called A tribute to the queen of rock and roll, which is none other than the late Miss Tina Turner, who we lost last May. Um, We came up with this show together because you have always told me that you want to be able to sing rock and roll. Now, with somebody with as beautiful and soulful and as powerful a voice as you have... Uh, that many people would kill to have half the talent you have. Why did you want to sing differently than your voice quality? What made you want to sing rock and roll?
1: Well, I love rock and roll, of course. I was uh, raised on it. Um, My dad introduced me to it through the Beatles, as you know, and Listen to the Beatles all the time. There were... He also um, played Jimi Hendrix, Led Zeppelin. You know, those groups that really were pioneers, I would say, in the rock and roll industry. And uh, it's a challenge. You know, not not many women uh, sing rock and roll. True rock and roll. And that leads us to
0: the importance of your program because 50 or so years ago, there was another lady with a very powerful mm-hmm. soulful voice who wanted to sing rock and roll and it was very taboo for her to sing rock and roll. Um, and her name was Miss Tina Turner mm-hmm. and that's how we came up with you doing a Tina Turner, tribute program now did I get you into Tina Turner because everybody knows that I've loved Tina Turner my whole life she was my very first concert when I was 12 years old um the greatest female performer of all time Mm um did I get you into Tina Turner or were you a Tina Turner fan before
1: no I actually was not and When I first listened to her, I mean, years ago, I hadn't really heard her heavier stuff. And so, no, I was not a fan. So you definitely gave me a very thorough education of Miss Tina Turner.
0: Well, I think that she's been given the name... The Queen of Rock and Roll, and she's been given that. That is a due title for her. Right. But people don't hear Tina Turner do rock and roll. They hear What's Love Got to Do With It or Private Mm -hmm. Dancer or something like that, Mm -hmm. and they don't hear real rock and roll. Mm -hmm. But that lady was truly a rock and roll singer. And right. when you go to her concerts, you would see her doing, her taking pop songs and turning them into rock and roll songs. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, you don't have your own band mm-hmm. who can do that with the songs that people know from Tina Turner. Right. But if you look at Tina Turner's repertoire, She did a ton of in-your-face rock and roll songs that most people don't know about. Right. And that's what we're doing with your program. You want to talk about why you chose some of the songs you chose for the program?
1: Right. Well, you know, I never really have thought about it until I was, you know, talking about this, but I actually like um, Tina Turner Want to do rock and roll songs. I'm talking about like, again, like the ones I just mentioned, Led Zeppelin. Um, I also like a little bit of the Rolling Stones. Um, and you know, I wanted, I've always wanted to do songs like that. And of course Beatles, um, especially their later music. And so the ones that I chose, the reason that I chose them is because, like you said, again, you don't hear those songs and played, which definitely should be played, of course, um, or it should be well known, but they're also grittier than what, you know, like you said, what's love got to do with it, which you hear all the time, and... Also, even... Um, yeah, Proud Mary is con- considered
0: to be a rock song because it was originally uh, oh, a right. Creed- Clearwater revival. Right, uh, But even that doesn't really showcase no. a- her ability to really do that hard, gritty rock and roll. And you mentioned Led Zeppelin... And those are the songs that we're going to hear in your program. You're, you're going to hear her interpretations of Led Zeppelin, mm-hmm. the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, Bryan Adams, David Bowie, uh, mm-hmm. The Who. You know, she first had her first solo breakout away from Ike uh, as the Acid Queen. in right. Uh, in the Who's Rock Opera film Tommy. Tommy And that's the first time anybody really Heard her do A real rock song And mm-hmm. that um, Even though I didn't want to give her Her freedom uh, Most people know Of the abuse that mm-hmm. She um, Underwent At his hands But he also Limited her Musically, she, yes. ne- she never got a paycheck for anything she did. Mm-hmm. Um, it was her idea to do Proud Mary, of course, the biggest hit of their career, mm-hmm. which he finally allowed her to do. But most of what she did was h- his idea, and it was straight R&B, all of it. So when she had that big success by herself, I decided, well, I'm going to capitalize on this and I'm going ha- to let her put out her own album. And she did, that's when she did the cover of these a lot of the songs we're going to hear tonight. The Acid Queen solo album of Tina Turner has Led Zeppelin, The Rolling Stones, and The Who. And that's what we're going to hear from you. Mm -hmm. And as we were talking last night, and I want you to talk some about this. Mm -hmm. It is still taboo, even in the 21st century, for a woman to sing rock and roll in some aspects. Would you agree with that?
1: Oh, yes, definitely. I think um, it's definitely... Expanding, but yes, I I think it's definitely uh, taboo, for sure. So, what you're saying
0: is that this is a a step out of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Right. Because you're used to singing very pure alto. You have a ton of soul in your voice. A lot of great uh, blues quality. Thank you. And uh, gospel quality, where you have... A background in singing church music. Right. But as most great soul singers do, um, but this is a step out of your comfort zone. Yes. What kind of message do you want to send to your listeners with this program?
1: Well, I think you know one thing is that um i think just to be uninhibited and to do what you love to and and not care what people think and of course you know being a plus size woman or bigger woman it's um <laughs> even more taboo you know to um well to be out in the public eye period and again that is improving because i mean it doesn't matter what size you are how thin you know how fat that sort of thing um you know again and it doesn't matter any with any other characteristic that you have i mean just do what you love and be confident in it and again just be uninhibited and that's something that i that's the term that I keep thinking when I think of this upcoming show.
0: But this is also, you want to give that message to other women and other yes. people in the audience. Yes. But this is also a personal exercise in personal growth and yes. confidence for you.
1: Yes, definitely. As
0: a performer.
1: Right, right. Um,. And, you know, I definitely want you know, plan on dancing a lot, moving around the stage a lot. Um, So, it'll definitely be a change. But, you know, I've always had it within me. And that's something, too, that Tina Turner, um, she, that's part of her message is that, and of course part of the Buddhist philosophy is that we already have the divine within us, and so that's what I want to communicate as well, is that everything we need is, is already within us, and is, you know, definitely God-given, but that, that, again, I've always had it within me to do, and I've always wanted to do, so why not do it, you know, why, why hold myself back? And and definitely it will be a a show of personal growth and more confident and just, again, like you said, step out of my comfort zone and show people that I am capable of dancing and singing, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that I do have rhythm um, as Tina, cool. as Tina Turner was, yes, yeah, absolutely. Tina
0: Turner was she one did. of the f- one of the few performers who could dance and sing at the same time. Yes, you know we were yes. lo- we were looking at um, clips of Michael Jackson, and while right. he was th- this great dancer, absolutely, you, you didn't. You didn't see a lot of singing from him. or You could tell he was singing to a track. Right. I can tell you from personal experience that Tina Turner was not singing to a track in 1997 at any point. Oh, yeah. Nor was she still at any point. She said at one point, I'm going to sit down and sing for you. And I think she sang, let's stay together. But... Most of the time she was up and moving. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad that you mentioned something about her faith because mm-hmm. she converted to Buddhism right in the wake of the abuse from Ike was at its height. Mm-hmm. She had nowhere to turn. She had nowhere mm-hmm. to go, mm-hmm. no one to reach. So she learned... From a friend, a principle of chanting, yes, and that in and of itself is how Tina Turner has meant more to you Absolutely. than just a a performer that you admire. Oh my! So, yeah. do you want to explain a little bit about what you learned? in that sense.
1: Right. I remember thinking like a few months ago when I was really having a difficult time and I remember thinking one of the thoughts that got me through it was like, you know, Tina Turner, if she can do this, if she can overcome what she overcame, then I can too. And she's, you know, definitely a spiritual icon to me. Um, She... Definitely serves as an of an example of enlightenment, you know, meaning where she got to the point to where she was you know just very compassionate, very wise, and which I think she again she always had that within her, but there was something that I thought was kind of interesting, and I'm not particularly a fan of Madonna, but anyhow. Mm-hmm. Uh, where her, where she, where Tina Turner and Madonna and Courtney Love all appeared on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine. Kurt Loder, and he Kurt, actually Kurt
0: Loder actually uh, co-authored co- right. her her autobiography yes, in
1: 1986,
0: I, Tina. I, Tina, which is a right. great read. But yes. what you're specifically talking about, and I want to preface that, sure. is a book that Tina Turner wrote. Um, which was a spiritual guide for people called Happiness Becomes You. And she converted to the Buddhist faith, but she is not encouraging people to convert to any faith. Right. What she is doing is teaching the principle of Nam-myoho-renge-kyo, which is what?
1: Okay, it is, basically it's opening up, it's positivity in, positivity out, but it's, uh, the actual phrase, how she gave the translation was, I devote myself to the universal mystic law of cause and effect through the sound vibrations of Buddha wisdom. And what that means is
0: that you... Find the peace within yourself mm-hmm. to change what you don't exactly. like about your situation.
1: Right, it's it's that empowerment, and that's another thing that she exudes is that empowerment, and she encourages others to be empowered. And you know, the book, you know, when we when I had ordered it, you know, um, of course, as you know, ordered it as a Father's Day gift for you, but. She had just passed away, Mm -hmm. and so everybody was rushing to purchase her books, and so it was out of stock at the time, so we didn't get it until several weeks later, and it came at the perfect time, and it had, you know, you had read a little bit of it, didn't get into it at first, and later on, you know, it became kind of like a Bible for me, honestly, and I'd never, you know, I've read self-help books and that sort of thing, but her... But this book was just far beyond anything I could have ever, that has ever helped me. And I remember thinking, well, I'll chant. I'll give it a try. I mean, I have nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. And then just more and more and more. And it has helped me. And, I, and there is a quote or um, thought of, you know, when you see yourself clearly, then you can change anything you know, within yourself. So, and you have
0: seen yourself clearly. Yes. Um, I should preface, you know, we don't want to go too much into sure, yeah. to what you've been through, but you so, have complex PTSD from right. severe emotional trauma Right. from when you were very young mm-hmm. and growing up mm-hmm. and... You deal with social anxiety. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have uh, major major depression. You have went through uh, some very serious uh, mental difficulties, mm-hmm. and you have been through all kinds of therapies, mm-hmm. all kinds of of different regiments mm-hmm. to help yourself, mm-hmm. and nothing has helped you more mm-hmm. than the the six. Simple Syllables And I want to reiterate For anybody listening to this Just because you chant These six syllables It does not make you a Buddhist It does not not make you a Buddhist Sure You know there are verses in the Bible That Tina Turner uses openly Mm -hmm. Uh, But basically What this book is about Is meeting you where you are and saying that we all have a piece of god in us mm-hmm. and you find that piece of god and you have found that piece of god before inside you for the first time in your life
1: oh yes yes de- definitely and you know in the book she <clears throat> you know also says she says you know if you never chant ever you know just as long as you find happiness and peace that's what and she said if I can help do that then I'm and very d- happy. And the peace that
0: you have found within yourself mm-hmm. has given you enough confidence to return to what mm-hmm. you love, which is to be a performer. Yes. And you returned to the local stage mm-hmm. uh, last December with a wonderful and very well-received uh, Christmas program mm-hmm. uh, at Oracle Books, which I thought was Wonderful! Everybody thought it was wonderful. You had a great turnout, and mm-hmm. I think it was very successful. And I mm-hmm. think this program, there seems to be even more people interested in mm-hmm. seeing this program, which is mm-hmm. going to be at the Withville Moose Lodge on uh, March the second, the day after your birthday, mm-hmm. from seven to eight p.m. Mm-hmm. at the Whitfield Moose Lodge, thirteen fifty West Main Street. Please. Come um, to the social quarters and hear this great show. It's free. Uh, It's about an hour, and we've got about 15 or so great songs. Um, As I've said before, you're going to hear Tina Turner-inspired renditions of The Rolling Stones, Led Zeppelin, The Beatles, The Who, U2, uh, Brian Adams, David Bowie, all kinds of pure, full-fledged rock people. and What I think is very interesting is, you know, everybody knows um, the Private Dancer album. Everybody knows What's Love Got to Do With It, Uh, Better Be Good to Me, Private Dancer, those hit songs and they're great songs, but she wanted to establish herself as the queen of rock. Mm -hmm. But a lot of those a lot of the heavier rock songs, which are really killer songs like I wrote a letter and don't mm-hmm. don't rush the good things, uh, which you'll hear uh, at her performance, were left off the record. I remember us listening to private dancer and saying, well she was she was supposed to be the rock queen and mm-hmm. and she. <laughs> The heaviest ones were left off the album, mm-hmm. but there are a couple of them that were on the album that you are going to do. Um, talk a little bit about "I Might Have Been Queen." That,
1: that's oh, one yes. of your favorites. Yes, yes. A few years ago, that's that was something. It was one of the songs that became my anthem. One of the anthems, and just you know, also you know, looking at her story. I mean. As far as her personal story is concerned, I mean, there was more. There were more struggles in her life than being married to Ike Turner, um, mm-hmm. and uh, which <laughs> was more than enough for sure. And and
0: struggles that might, if it's fair to say this, might even be a bit deeper in mm-hmm. some ways mm-hmm. than with Ike Turner, right? Um,
1: right. There were, you know um rejection from her parents the racism sexism, sexism being a woman right and also ageism you know she yeah. she'd had a career for a long time had a successful career but when she you know she talks about you know her manager Roger Davies and she Went to him and she was... He didn't know what to do with her or how to market her because she was a 45-year-old black woman who wanted to do rock and roll, which was unheard of. So... And really kind of virtually unheard of today, actually. Um, But she... She killed it, (laughs) nonetheless. But she believed in herself and her abilities to be able to conquer that. But it, but yes, her personal struggles were unbelievable. However, her strength was so much more powerful than the struggles that she faced. That's why people don't
0: know about her struggles, because they see the look, and they see the confidence, and they see the legs and the voice, right. and, the, and they can't imagine that somebody like her would struggle, but
1: right and the also the the song i might have been queen i kind of got off on a little tangent but it does also you know it starts out talks about or in the course it talks about a girl in the fields with no name the song basically she did believe in reincarnation but it talks about like in a previous life how she had to have been queen you know um and of course as you say, and as everybody knows, she is the queen of rock and roll, um, and always will be. But that song reminds me that I am queen, too. You know, mm. all women, really. You know, and, you know, men are kings, you know. I mean, it's, again, unleashing that power, unlocking that power within yourself.
0: To be the queen or king of yes. your own destiny.
1: Exactly.
0: But... Um, she I don't know when she officially became the Queen of Rock and Roll, but right. these people that she was trying, she she wanted to outsell the Rolling Stones. She wanted to and she idolized Mick and Keith and David Boy and those people were coming to see her. Right. And they were in awe of her. Right. And Now it's time for people in Whitfield to come to the Moose Lodge and be be in awe of you and and your performance. And I can't wait for that. It's going to be at the Moose Lodge. 1350 West Main Street, March 2nd mm-hmm. from 7 to 8. Do come and see this show. As you can mm-hmm. see, it's, it's more than just standing up there singing songs. It's a personal mm-hmm. triumph. It's a tribute to Tina Turner and her triumphs and it's gonna be an amazing evening, so please thank come you. and join us. Thank you for being with me, darling.
1: <laughs> You're welcome. I thank love, you for having me.
0: I love you very much, love you and very much. I'm so proud of your success. Oh, thank you so much. Please come and see us.